we're back. Where have you been? <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Dave. I'm Paul. And uh, we're back again. Yeah, we're For here. Uh, another episode. Episode number? 29. Episode number 29. It's good to be back. It is good to be back. We're back in our old haunt. Our Aha. studio. Junction 5. To stay alive. It's hard to beat. <laughs> Um, so what's it's kind of weird, doesn't it? It is weird to be back. It's weird to be back. Yeah, yeah. It feels like we've got a training wheels on again. Yeah. I wonder did people think we were we were just giving up? We had enough. Um, maybe, but they can think what they like, Paul. They can think what they like. People who know us well enough know that we, you we're know, we can just take our foot lazy. off the gas. I'm <laughs> bone lazy. Just, uh, you know, mm. Mm. what we were doing is we were off. Shooting weddings, being We're, busy. It's a busy time of year, that, and it was too hot, man. Like the weather was just so good. That's the other it's too thing. Hot to podcast. It's too hot to podcast. How do people in hot countries podcast? They don't. They don't. They There's must. No podcasts. No podcast. The cold countries. Yeah, they're all made in yeah. the cold climates, or very air conditioned um, studios. Studios. Basements. Yeah, Basements. probably, probably. But we're Irish, and you know, any sort of heat, kind of. Triggers a whole reaction, really. To oh man, I couldn't I can't I, do anything. I could not can't cope. Edit. I could not cope. This weather. and I know you like we had like loads of phone calls and chats and everything during the hot season, and you. I love it. Um, really, and got annoyed with me begging for oh, man. rain. I, I, every time I was, we need a bit of rain. We, we and I was like, no, we, we don't, because we'll get plenty. Don't you worry, we'll get plenty. Let's have this sun for as long as it can go on. I know, and don't be uh, don't be begging for rain. I know. Don't you know what? You for anything. You got into this car tonight, and you went, Whoa. "Yeah, I don't like the cold, man." You know what I mean? I just don't like it. I just don't like I it. I know. I like the thing. The thing is, man, it was could, so hot there for a while. It was, it was beautiful. ridiculous. No, it was too oh, hot. Come on, it was there was nights. There was where days I was where it was like thirty back. odd degrees. Beautiful. Give it to me. Like there's a there's a mean temperature. There's a temperature you want. You don't want it to go too high. Where it becomes totally uncomfortable. What's but your uncomfortable level? I've been in, you know, yourself like forty degrees, and that's just like ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? It's ridiculous. I was in, I was in the states years back when they had a heat wave, and it was like one hundred and ten. What's that? In, what's that? It's in? about forty-one, forty-two. Okay, Google. What is? Don't do that now. Okay. Um, Didn't answer me anyway. Yes. Hey Siri. Um, it was too much, like, it was too much. So, and then I was in Tuscany mm. uh, one time and it was 40 degrees. And that was ridiculous, man. You couldn't move. So like, you, you do have a threshold. And you do have a threshold. Sweating. But I, could, I survived it. I survived it. It was fine, like. It was too hot, though, but it was fine. I do have a threshold. But that's okay. But I have a threshold. It's about 26. <laughs> I, I could do a 26. <laughs> You know, today I was six would be lovely. Bro. Today I was just thinking to myself, you see, if it was this day every day, I'd be happy with today. Today was oh, fine. Today sucked. Today was beautiful. No, nah, it was raining and everything. Oh, it only rained this morning. See, I'm happy with rain in the morning. Get the rain out of the way. Allow the grass. You've to become grow. such a farmer since you've moved to Gilkenny. Now you know what it is, man. I care about my lawn all of a sudden. Yeah, you do. Yeah, because of RoboChop. Exactly. I don't think our listeners know about RoboChop. Really? I don't think we've done a podcast since then. We probably haven't, actually. I just, yeah. Dave has hired a guy. Hired? I hired a guy. To cut his grass and he's called him RoboChop. That's it. 
No, tell us about RoboChap, Dave. I have to. I have. To, I do have to get this out of the way because it is pretty amazing. There's going to be a couple of these though in this podcast where you have bought something and become addicted. I've bought to a it. couple of. I, well, I'll tell you a couple what. Of items that you want to talk about yes, that are kind of off, 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 off topic, but off that's topic. okay. Well, they're still tech. It's our podcast. We can do what we want. It's still tech. Yeah, of course. So the first thing I got was um, a robot lawnmower, a Husqvarna 450X, to be mm. exact. Wow. And it is the best thing I've ever bought. Um, ever? Outside a... That's up, that's up there, man. We must do that sometime. It's What's up there. the best thing you've ever bought? Ever? That's a good question. We could leave... Well, we don't have to The engagement ring from my wife. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. Just in case he's listening. Um, she's not. Um, um, no, she's not listening. But um, Let's yeah. keep that to the very end. Before we go... We'll we'll come up with the best thing we've ever bought. How about that? That'll that'll keep them listening. <laughs> Be like, oh, no, no, don't switch this off. <laughs> well, they haven't. Okay, just fire, fast forward to the end. And um, thanks back for five listening. <laughs> um, um, so anyway, the the Automore, yeah. So I was spending um, uh, about three hours a week. Actually, probably more during the busy, during the really heavy growth periods, but about three hours a week mm-hmm. mowing grass. And it's um, I don't mind mowing grass, to be honest with you, for about half an hour. And then after half an hour, I'm like, okay, I'm really, uh, you know, well, you flies start landing along. on you. You were, you were pushing them I more. was pushing the yeah. lawnmower. So it wasn't a ride on and it wasn't, any, it was just like, you, well, it wasn't a push. You kind of pulled the trigger and it would just kind of You move. still had to walk with it. You still thing. had to walk with yeah. the thing. It was like walking, just walking, you yeah. know. Behind something that was vibrating, like <laughs> so, you came inside and you had like pins and needles and everything else. Really? Ah, you'd have pins and needles for like half an hour in your fingertips. So that was kind of annoying, but it was just it was just the amount oh. of time. Really, you're like, oh, I have to cut the grass, and then you're we're in Ireland, so you're held by the weather and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I bought a mm-hmm. I bought a, a robot lawnmower, man. Hay fever as well. It's in, hay fever, and it is incredible. So basically, what they do is they come out and they put it because this is the main question that most people have. How, do How they, does it work? Yeah. How does it not end up across the street? So what they do is they come with a big roller with a big wire attached and they wheel this thing around your garden that implants the wire just about two or three centimetres below the surface of the soil. So it puts that wire all like around. Wire. I don't know, some kind of wire. Mm-hmm. It's obviously some kind of electric. And um, run through And they just um, put that all around the perimeter of your of your lawn. And if you had like little rose bushes or like if you had anything in the middle of your garden they could they can bring the wire out move it around that all that kind of stuff so it will dodge all that okay. kind of stuff and this automower then knows to stay within that perimeter and it has a dock and it just sits in the dock and once it's ready to go it just undocks itself and goes off and just off into the distance cuts in the most higgledy-piggledy weird <laughs> random fashion sometimes I watch it and I go What's it doing? Like, it just—it was just driving along there, and now it's just stopped and turned in a different direction. So I used to think that it was just going to go, like you know, like Until you know, the game Pong, where the ball yeah, would just yeah. head off the four walls and constantly move around. I thought it was going to do that, but actually, what it will do is it will sometimes just go in a straight line for a bit and then turn halfway wow. and then go in a different direction. So it has GPS, so it knows it's where it's been. You. Yeah, yeah. So it knows where it's been and where it has to go to, it and it knows the area. So it ma- it actually maps out your lawn. Okay. So there, that way, it kind of does it in a really random fashion. And, yeah. So you get this really uniform lawn, Cut. and um, so far so good. But the only problem is that we've had such a dry summer yeah, that we haven't had much grass growth, and it all actually died. All our grass died. Mm. So it's kind of going through that that 
kind of it's coming back now, though, right? It's, it's we're starting to come back again. It's yeah. raining again. But I should you got your I, wish. I should not have cut it because literally from the day I got it until our heat wave ended, it didn't rain. So there was oh, about a month and a half there where great, there was no it? rain. See, it's brilliant. I'm happy with Loved it to it. rain at night time. Think of the farmers. My farmer, my next door neighbour, per farmer, has had an awful time. So think of the farmers, Paul. It's not all about you and your, you know, your need for your heat and all that kind of stuff. Think of the, of the other people. It's okay. We can import stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. I do think of the, I, I did think of the farmers. I did. And I thought, they'd be all right. They'll be grand next year. We give them, you know, funds. To catch up. Think of your lovely like beef that you like to eat and all that kind of stuff. You know, it needs to be fed grass. Yeah, it's true. But anyway, true. enough of that. So that's know, that's I the Audemore. It's yeah. great. I must say, it is. Oh my goodness, the man's amazing. But uh, you came up with the name <clears throat> Robochop. <clears throat> that well, you, you know what? Much. The best thing about your more is the name. Thank you very much. It does ask you when you when you so you get an app for your phone and you have to like give Did it a name and I was like, yeah, I've got an app for the phone. Oh. So like, look. Oh no, that, I I know you have an app, but it, it, I. I didn't realise that it asks you for a name. Oh, wow, you have to register. See, so so it comes Robo-chop. up. So Robochop. So um, actually, I was on a there's a there's a Facebook group for Automore users. Mother of God. Well, there's a Facebook group for everything. Though. Of course, there is. There's a Facebook group for you know, I don't know. <laughs> everything. <laughs> everything. Maybe not you said everything. That the first time, but go on. But um, <clears throat> the uh, yeah, somebody put up a thing the other day. What's your Automore called? And um, I put up Robochop very proudly. And what did they say? Did you um, get lots it, of likes? It got one thumbs up. But the, to be honest, man, a lot of them didn't get any thumbs uh, up. So I took that as like. A, the one I did like was Blade Runner. I thought that was pretty good. Nah, Blade Runner. That's good. It's a yeah, blade, but, isn't it? Yeah, but it doesn't run. And there's no mention blade of crawler. chopping or glass. Grass, glass, grass. Do you know what I mean? Robo Chop is like a play on Robocop, Robocop and then Chop. Yeah, I love <clears> it, man. <throat> you don't have to convince me. I know. I've called it Robo Chop. Which you should have said, Blade Runner's good, but hey, Robochop. Yeah. Anyway, good job. It's okay. beautiful. I'm going to leave my other gadget until later. Okay, let's leave it till later. Because I don't want to Give hijack this whole podcast. So we've been away for a few weeks. So what have you been up to? What's What's been going on? It's been. Hold on a minute. What's been happening? What hold has on been a happening? minute. Yes, There's a camera up there and it doesn't look like the X-H1. Okay, I've got a confession. No, it's not a confession. It's never a yo-yo. It's just a... Um, here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. People think you all out there... All of you out there... I'm not joking. I think Dave's you. mad. You all think I'm mad and well, do you're like... you're right. You all think I'm like Fuji fanboy. You know, much like Sony fanboy. I'm not a right. Sony fanboy. Yeah, I have Nikon, no loyalty Nikon whatsoever. fanboy over to my left here. Right. Canon fanboy mm-hmm. over to my left here. Every camera fan. Anyway, so... Um, yeah, it's... I had the XH1 for mm. a while and I don't have it anymore because it, it just annoyed me so much and I'll Dude. tell you why I'll, I'm going to really condense this down into like 30 seconds because I don't want to um, you know whine on, whine on about this basically the camera just kept giving me errors and then um, didn't matter what, what type, people were all like oh are you using the right batteries I was using the right batteries uh, you, tried, you did a lot of testing yeah I'm going to do this really quick so I was using the right batteries I was on loads of forums. I made videos about it on 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 YouTube, and um, all I know is is that I definitely had a like either a dodgy camera or just this ca- this camera had like weird problems. Mm-hmm. And then the other problem, the, the nail in the coffin, was what was at a wedding. Uh, the camera uh, all of a sudden reset itself. So I picked it up, and I seen like set your date and time, and I was like, what the? 
So I thought, geez, did I? Because um, I had the camera on my on my uh, on a strap, and I thought, mm. oh, maybe I did the strap. Was the camera turned on, and did it maybe flick off something? And it just miraculously went reset. into settings, factory reset. <laughs> yes, confirm. <clears throat> yes, and you know, I thought, did it did it do that? So I didn't really give it much thought. But didn't then, that, didn't that happen in the UK? What? When we were over in Bath? No, did no, I, no. Did I not reset? No, no. no. Okay. But then at a then at a wedding, um, I was leaving a bride's house one morning, heading to the venue. I had to navigate Dublin traffic, mm. and and I I also had to follow one of the guests' mm. cars because I would I needed to know where they, had, they were parking, in, where a, parking in, a, in a in a dedicated car park for wedding guests. So I thought I'll follow okay. them and that'll be perfect. Mm -hmm. And I took the last shot of the bride as she was standing at the front door of her house. And as I lifted the camera up to take a second or a third shot or whatever, the camera said, entered the date and time. And I went, ah, oh, that's it now. I've had enough of this camera. Because imagine that had happened um, at the next part of the day, which would have been her coming down the aisle. Wow. And I would have totally freaked. Because the problem is with, um, and I'd say most Fuji users are the same. Because the cameras are so customizable, I tend to set all mine up. So I want this this dial to do this, and I want this button to do this, sure. and I want this. So I had all that pre-programmed. So programming that all back can take a few minutes, even if you're really au fait with the menus, which I would say I really am with Fuji mm -hmm. cameras after Still takes years. time to do. Still takes time to go in and go, have to turn, turn this mm -hmm. off, turn that off. And it was so in, stressful, In man. the moment of it resetting while you're in the middle of a photo, it gets even harder to remember what you're doing. Yeah, it's so mm -hmm. stressful. And uh, whenever I had the X-H1 as well, I never really <coughs> used the X-E3 very much. So the X-E3 was in my camera bag. Now I could have mm -hmm. whipped that out and that, was that would have been fine and fine, but it would have been extremely stressful. And it was stress I didn't need. And I just thought, you know what? I never had any of these problems with the X-Pro. I never had any of these problems with the X-100. So I am leaving this camera back. So the next day or two later, I went into White's and changed everything back so I left back the XH1 X I also left back the 1655 lens Did that you? I, I meant to ask you that oh I sure I left yeah. that back yeah I, I kind of um, I had kind of had a love-hate relationship with it to be honest because um, it was it was a nice lens to have on the XH1 but mm. I couldn't have had it on the expert it would have been too big and too heavy okay and then the other problem as well is whenever I used the XH whenever I was using the X-Pro and the X100 before because the X100 is a dedicated 35mm lens, I thought, you know what, I don't need a zoom lens on my other mm -hmm. camera. I do, you know, because I'm, yeah. I'm probably going to stick a dedicated 50 or an 85 on the X-Pro. And you'll always have that 35 And I'll always have the 35 and the X100. Sure. So I went back to just having two cameras. Awesome. Just that setup. And it's, I love it. I must say, I'm just... You're happy again. Happy again. It's not that I. It's not that no. I didn't like the sixteen to fifty-five. It was. It was grand and everything. But mm. the but it one was thing, causing you a lot of hassle as well. The X or sorry, the XH one definitely was giving you. A it was giving stress. me a lot, a lot of stress and a lot of hassle. And the the problem as well is, <coughs> when sorry. you try to talk about it online and give honest, dedicated feedback. So, on that YouTube video that I made, I made two. I made an XH one review and then I made two follow-up videos. Mm. One was called, like XH one or the. the flaw with the XH1 and then one was called part two mm -hmm. and in all of those comments what you'll always see is you'll always see fanboys coming to the fore and going well it doesn't happen to me well it doesn't happen to me well it's I've like, always used this what, and are you lying and you're like yeah well, and I would, I'd always reply with well aren't you lucky like mm -hmm. that's great I'm mm -hmm. delighted that it hasn't happened to you but it is happening to me and I can like I can put my life on it like mm -hmm. it's happening and um it, it's you know people are oh it happens because you've got ibis turned on well 
Even but if it did happen when your the, ibis turned on, who cares? I, I, maybe I need ibis. Yeah, it shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen. <coughs> or people go, oh, turn off shutter, uh, shutter reduction or flicker reduction. You see, I don't want to turn off flicker reduction. Workarounds don't work when it comes to something like that because no. you should be able to use all the functionality. hundred percent doesn't make any difference. hundred percent. So it was giving you hassles, and you were trying everything to the point that you were buying faster cards. You were shooting That's JPEG. Thing. You were. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So there was a lot of different things you were doing to make to see if the camera you know if certain things were causing it and you were still getting the same results yeah so <clears throat> I think you made the right decision really you know yeah I think so so I was just like right <clears throat> going back to what I like and I, I have to say that's that was mm. early July mm -hmm. and um, I'm delighted I'm delighted I'm shooting with these two well, cameras you again. haven't complained once since you've changed so no and they've upgraded the, right. the firmware on the X Pro so the firmware is now on like version 5 and I I would say that I don't really notice too much of a difference now in the autofocus between that and the XH1. Brilliant. There's, n there's, n there's n like, it's never struck me as being like, ah, oh, not good enough for autofocus mm -hmm. now. So, um, so that's good. Um, so yeah, I'm, cool. I'm delighted. So that's, I would say that is my little Fuji story. Fuji over. updates. People are like, thank, thank, for that <laughs> because if I have to hear one more thing about Fuji. But um, there you go. So that's my thing. I'm delighted. Yeah, I'm delighted. Cool. So how are you getting on with your Sony gear? Yeah, great. Yeah. I mean, it took me a while. Definitely it took me a while to get into it, you know, because I was at the start. I suppose the switch to, to mirrorless at the start was kind of the hard part for me to get used to. Um, and then so I was probably shooting the first few weddings. You know, you know yourself, I was kind of frustrated with it for the first few weddings because it's such a big change. Like, um from the menu side of things from the whole mirrorless side of things and even the speed and feel of the camera felt different you know um but since then now i've shot a lot with it a lot of weddings with it and i guess at the start i was heavily i was more reliant on the the nikon the d750 that i was using and i was using the sony less and then as time has gone on now it's got to the stage where I'm barely shooting on the Nikon and I'm pretty much shooting the What would you day. use the Nikon for then? The Nikon would have a 50 on it and right. the, the Sony has a 35. So I'm finding that I'm probably switching the 50 onto that I have a 50, a 55 for the Sony. So I'm switching that on more regular now. I still am using the Nikon, but I think only because it has a 50 on it, mm. you know. Um, but I think I think what I'll do eventually is probably sooner rather than later is have it get another Sony and, yeah. and go completely with the Sony. So just, just yeah, like it's like, I've no real complaints. Like I have a few little tidbits that annoy me about the camera, but you know you have that about every camera. Like, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. When you're using it in in such an intensive way that we use cameras, I guess. So, like. I got over a few things like at the start I felt it, I felt it was laggy at the start but actually more and more that I use it I think either either I've slowed down how I shoot and I shoot more along with it or I do things without even noticing to speed up the camera if you know what I mean yeah so I'm kind of like I'm I'm touching the shutter button as I'm lifting it so it's already awake for me mm. you know that kind of way little things like that um but the autofocus I'm finding I guess it took me a while to maybe tune it and get used to using it. The autofocus is great; like it's yeah. a really, really good autofocus system. Uh, the files are are great, really good. Like even like my my highest ISO will be eight thousand. I've shot some at a, a a shoot I was 
sorry, a wedding I was doing a while ago, I had the dancing was outside. So there was no real ambient light. There was no lights coming from the band, hitting mm. the ceiling, bouncing down on people. There was a floodlight in one of the backgrounds, but that was basically it. And I was shooting at 16,000, you know, for a lot of the shots. And they were like, they were perfect. You wow, know, yeah, they were brilliant. really good. Yeah. Um, and the autofocus was nailing it. Some shots I was even shooting on a 50th. The Ibis, I guess, was catching the person that was more still and everything else was a bit of movement. So there's a bit of kind of creative feel to the photos as well. Awesome. So, yeah. So, like, it's great. I've got used to Once or twice I've been caught out with the battery life because it tends to go, like, you know, 20%, oh, yeah, you were saying 13%, that. The Fuji's used to do that, you know. Off. Yeah. The Fuji's you know? used to do that back in, the, back in mm. the early stages. They used to do that all the time. It was really mm. annoying. But now they, they just tend to go down normally. Yeah, so the way I've, I've got around that is when it get, once it gets to anywhere below 15% or 15%, yeah, just I just it. switch it out. Ah, you're better off. And, you know, I still only use two batteries for the whole day, so that's pretty mm. pretty good. And I've been shooting mainly on the Sony. I've edited a lot of weddings now at this stage with the Sony, and the files are cracking like that. You know, there's no problem there. Speaking of batteries, right, and it'd be interesting to know this from... Um, a videographer's perspective because I was working with a videographer last weekend and um, he knows of a good few videographers who use the Sony's for wedding mm. video and he was saying that, that is their one big downfall yeah. is just the battery performance on video is really bad because they're using the older half size batteries this is on the A7 III are you sure? A hundred percent. hundred percent. Well, with the he's going, he, always, he knows a guy and he went through like seven <clears throat> batteries in one day uh, are you sure it was not the A7 or three? Because that has a smaller battery. I am not 100% sure anymore. Mm. But he would definitely... Because we were talking about the fact that so many people are moving to the Sony A7 III. Mm. Like, it's not like a load of people are moving to the A7R III. They're mm. moving to the Sony 7 III. But a lot A7 of videographers III. are reluctant to move to the A7 III because it doesn't have like a 4K 60 frames a second. Right. So I, I spoke to Rodolfo a while back, mm. um, who is... Best day productions. Best day productions, and he has the older Sony models, and he was kind of saying, "Oh, the one thing I love about that is the bigger battery, so I can't wait for the A7S three to come out so I can get it." Ah, uh, well, maybe battery. it was then. Maybe it was because you know, he said, "Like well I go that. through so many batteries because yeah, they're, yeah. they're half the size." Right. Okay. So very that's good. kind of one of the things I guess Sony updated with this new model. Right. Um, I actually think the A7 or three has the newer batteries. It's the A7 or 2 that doesn't. And that's right. what a lot of people were still on. And the A7S2, right. which are fairly recent enough cameras that the, a lot of videographers I've met are on and they had the issue. Anyway, it's neither here nor there. For stills anyway, it's certainly the batteries do, like two batteries will get me through the day, you know. Very good. With, with, a, with a lot left over. So I've never really gone on to my third battery. Um, I think I had one wedding a while ago. That was a long day. And I, at the at the dancing I had to switch because it was going low and I just ah, didn't yeah, want yeah. it to go. Actually, you better just have a fresh one. I am finding that I'm shooting a lot of the dancing with the ambient light. Like I'm yeah, not yeah. using, you know, any flash or anything. I'm just shooting with ambience. If the if the lighting is good, if there's a lot of LED coming off the band or whatever, you know, you don't want all that crazy skin ah, yeah, and so yeah. on. But yeah, but I've been doing a lot of that and <clears throat> looking at the files, it's hard to tell the difference between that and I'm still using the Canon for some of my dancing shots as well. Like, right, you know, because I have... A full flash system for the Canon. I don't yet for the Sony. So that's another thing that I'll I'll, I'll have to switch to. So yeah, get all your yeah. flash. So anyway, around. yeah, all good. So you enjoy it, anyway. yeah. That's good. 
Um, it's crazy how many people are, are have switched. It's unbelievable. There's more now. Even it's unbelievable. You're also to... you're all, you're all very annoying to listen to. Actually, I have to go off all the forums because just like oh, oh sorry. If man. I have to hear one more person talking about us taking a picture of a Sony A7 III sitting in a window, I'm going to just yeah, going to just throw the monitor off the screen. That's it. <laughs> hey, what's it? Eric said to me, "How do you know if a Fuji or a Sony shooter? They'll tell you about it." I don't know if Fuji shooters would, but definitely Sony shooters would. Shut up. 100% they would. They'd tell you all about it. They'd be like, hey, look at this. <coughs> <coughs> oh, you sound like Ricky Gervais there. Focus, a lot of focus. Oh, oh, and it's 16 oh, times oh. Anyway. There you anyway. Go. There you go. Here, will we, will we tell the, uh, your, your fellow Sony um, shooters about um, your updated EVF and how it's working better now that you've had a chat with me this morning before you get into the car? So Dave Not this morning, to uh, rescue... I know. In fairness, yeah, it's something I didn't think about. I, and you know what? When I, if we were to sit here and go, what's like, what's your downside? Um, I would say that the EVF needs to be a bit better. But I think you've you've done something tonight that's improved well, it a little bit. Well, here's the background of the story. You know? uh, tonight, on we were having a chat earlier on today on Voxer, and we were talking about um, cameras. EVF obviously, comparisons. That's, that's the only thing Paul and I talk about. Uh, we talk cam- about cameras and babies. Cameras and babies. Our own babies. Yeah. And um, and uh, so we were both saying, I was basically saying that um, the only, one of the main things that I miss about the X-H1 is the viewfinder. And Paul was talking about the viewfinder on the Sony mm. and how you were saying, and then you, you went into a whole big thing then all about like viewfinder resolution and refresh rate and everything else. So we said, let's bring our cameras here tonight and we'll do a comparison. comparison. So I looked into Paul's um, eyes viewfinder and uh, I, I said, uh, to me, that is about the same size as the X-H1, but yes, yeah, just a different kind of refresh. And you were saying that you thought it was laggy. And I was thinking, uh, it's kind of just slow when it, gets to, when it changes direction. So I said to you, turn off the IBIS mm-hmm. or the whatever, what, the, what do they call it in Sony land? Motion, um, flicker, save. They call it steady shock. Steady shock. Turn off, they, turn off the steady the specs shock. they do call it image stabilization or ibis right. but for some reason on the camera menu they call it steady, steady shot. shot see there's the other problem with sony and uh, we'll go into that in a minute uh, so on. the menu's convoluted <laughs> oh, but you said that before i, I did yeah Thanks so the steady <laughs> so i said turn so we turned off steady shot and fair enough right mm-hmm. enough it's it's nice and crisp now yeah now the movement is smoothy the movement is much smoother but it's still not a it's still not a, a high resolution no feel. and you can tell by looking at the mm-hmm. text mm-hmm. If you look at the text in the viewfinder, it's jaggy. It's yeah. and it's like I was saying earlier on. It's like when you go from an old iPhone to a phone that had Retina. Remember those years difference. ago, yeah. when before phones were really yeah. good quality, There's and you could see like the jaggies image. on the text. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. Whereas on the Fujis and on the I don't know whatever other cameras, because we're, I guess we'll probably come on to that now very shortly. Mm-hmm. But probably the new Nikon is going to have like a nice crisp, sharp EVF. Yeah. But the new Sony's are going to have an amazing EVF too. It's just a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. But I don't think it holds. Man, I looked into it's that not viewfinder. That would and hold it's a you perfectly back. good viewfinder. No, no, it's not. It's it, you know what? It, it's the probably the fact that I've used the, the likes of the XH1 and stuff like that and seen what just level you could be at. Aye, crisp it could be. You know, and then you look at this and you kind of go, mm. so if you're just coming from like a DSLR to to mirrorless, you're not going to notice the difference. You're well, the think, thing this is, is, this is I, fine. I would say you probably would notice it more going from DSLR to mirrorless because when you're going from DSLR to mirrorless, you're looking through glass Yeah, but you and know everything's what, perfect. Mm-hmm. But you know what I find? When I look through the Nikon uh, when I'm shooting as opposed to the Sony, I find the Nikon is duller 
Oh, uh, because, because it, is it, it generally a, brightens up. because ah, it's not backlit. You're yeah. This isn't backlit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's quite, sometimes it's quite good to look through to see a bit more of what you're seeing, if you yeah. know what I mean. Especially if you're shooting in low light conditions or whatever. Yeah, you know, like I, whenever I'm doing the, the dancing, I shoot the dancing with the X-Pro, I always flick it to the, EV, to the OBF. Okay. To the optical viewfinder. Yeah, Because yeah, then yeah. I can just see, or what I have to do is I have to go in, I don't know if you have to do this with the Sony or whatever, but in the Fuji, um, if I go into the screen setup mm -hmm. and down here you have um, preview exposure white balance so at the minute that's off but if I turn that on and then I set my um, shutter to what it would be for dancing which is like a low ISO mm -hmm. and um, you know a, 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 like you know it's much harder to see. So if you had a couple oh, yeah. on the dance floor, you're like, oh, I can't really see them. So you have to turn off, don't preview the exposure. The exposure. So everything's really bright. Very or good. you can just, when you're in the display mode, just flick it to um, flick it to the optical viewfinder. So okay. you're looking Well, through. I don't have an optical yeah. viewfinder. But so yeah, so that's the one thing, but anyway. Yeah. Okay, very but, good. Uh, yeah, but you know, having an optical viewfinder can be handy. It can, yeah, it can. Um, Especially when you can switch, switch between the two. That's the good thing about the X-Pro, I suppose. That it gives you that option, and the X100 actually does the same. Oh, that's the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Did the X? It's, the ra do it's that? a rangefinder thing. You see, the X H1 did. No, no, because that's not a rangefinder. More DSLR model. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what about this new Nikon? <sighs> you, t I mean, you probably know more about this than me, to be honest, because I know. Well, I've just been doing a bit of reading. It's going to be launched yeah. in, in like you know. I thought it was a couple going to be hours. Like today. Yeah, it is. It's a couple of hours away, really. I think oh, we just stay online then. We just, <laughs> we just. Do like a four-hour long podcast. <laughs> yeah, people would just, love that. The rest of it will just be dead air. An intermission. <laughs> we get one of those intermission shoes. just come back, you know. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. So Nikon are coming into the mirrorless world now. And um, they're coming in with two cameras, funny enough. Two full-frame cameras. 24 megapixel, 42 megapixel cameras. New whole new set of lenses. Whole so new, new kind mount, of system new set mount. Of, New mount. Um, but they do have an adapter for the other lenses as well because it's a bigger mount so you can go obviously that way. Um, so yeah, so it's going to be really interesting. It, it, what, what's more interesting to me as a previous Canon user is what the hell Canon users are going to be thinking right now because there is no even sign of Canon launching anything. I know it is mad, isn't it? It is absolutely mad You know that there is no... Um... But Canon do have a mirrorless camera, don't they? No, but they it's have a, a, they don't, it's APS not a full frame, it's kind like a crappy amateur kind ah, of stuff. Right, okay, camera. really heavily crop sensor. Yeah, yeah, like it's 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 not a by any means a professional kind of camera. Yeah, and maybe it's their way of dabbling in to see what they're going to do. And they I sometimes do that, that. M50 thing recently, yeah, though, that M, M5. So is that it, an APS C sensor? Yeah, and it has a whole new it has a whole new lens layout and all that kind of crack, but it's its performance is not anywhere near what it it's would more need for video or on. Yeah, I think bloggers use it because it has a flip around camera and stuff. Right. Okay. But it's more of a it's more of a competition to other Olympus and you know right. other smaller kind of APS-C. Well, games. you see, the thing is, Canon. No, I could be getting this wrong, but I remember they're notoriously having, slow. Anyway. Well, I remember having chats with like where I buy my camera gear from, White's Pharmacy for all your camera mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. pharmaceutical requirements. Yeah. Itchy bum. Um, itchy bum. Itchy, uh, <laughs> itchy bum fix. Uh, cream for the rash. <laughs> um, yeah. He was saying that 
whenever they get people coming into the shop mm -hmm. and they want to buy a camera, the nine times out of ten they'll buy a Canon. Oh yeah, they're the big. Well, they're still the biggest distributor because, of cameras because they walk in and they kind of see the price. And you're talking DSLRs here, mm -hmm. and they see the price of like. I don't even know what I don't even know what the most common Canon DSLR is anymore. It's but, like a Canon four. You know, be like the equivalent of one. Of those I, kind exactly of things, that yeah. kind of that mm. kind of number, and uh, they'll see that, and it's be like a few hundred quid, along with like a decent kit lens, yeah. and and that's perfect you know, for the accessories. Average, person, average and they user. Go, yeah, of course. Rather than looking at like a Sony or, or a Fuji or an X100 or even an X70 mm -hmm. or whatever, they go, oh, it looks too complicated. Yeah, that's it. Like you know? that's the thing. So and, it has like the little command dial with like an athlete and a flyer and you know all, but you know what I mean like people yeah, look at that and go oh that's perfect I'll take a picture of someone's face and then P I'll turn the dial they like the face yeah and uh, job's job done it's got a built-in flash I kind of wonder nowadays why even like the average person like the average randomer would go into a shop and buy a DSLR camera when you could just get a bloody good phone because people. Well, because people want that zoom lens thing, they're going on safari or they're going away and they think that's what you need if, you want, if you're serious about it. Because True. your phone takes nice pictures, doesn't always print great pictures and all that crack as well. So not that people really print pictures. Not that people print anymore, yeah. no. But, um, but go back to this. But anyway, so, the Nikon, yeah. So Are you excited about it? Like, What's your excitement well, levels on 1 to 10? 6.5. Yeah, I'd say it's I'm like about, a, a good movie I'm, that you'd watch. I'm like at a 4. Yeah. But I, but but it's it's only it's it was like the D seven fifty when that was launched it was like ah oh, yeah it looks good and then people were showing examples of what it could do yeah. as regards you know it's it's shadow recovery and all that sort of stuff and its price range and all that and that made people go holy crap this is yeah. actually a really good camera with a really nice sensor True. now it has the forty two megapixel sensor in it which is the same as the D eight fifty so. Chances are it's the same sensor as the DA50, which is a, a an ama like an amazing sensor. But um, it's all about, I suppose, like it's it's the Nikon answer for their users to to mirrorless. So if people in the Nikon world want to move to mirrorless, then this is their easy way to do it. But it also gives an option, I guess, for new people who are looking for a, a system change or whatever to move to it. It's not going to have a lot of lenses at the start. No, that's the thing. Like, it's going to have, you're saying well, two lenses. It does have the adapter. Is it two lenses? I think there's three lenses. Uh, there's a 24 to 70 f4, there's a 35 1.8, and a 50 1.8. Right, okay. Um, but there's a lot, a lot of talk ah, that's of That's all more. you need. That's all you need. <laughs> True. There's a lot of talk of more pro lenses, I guess, coming soon. But then, as well as that, you've got your adapter, which means you can use anything on it. Yeah, no, but then you'd have to go off and buy the bloody lenses, though. If you were brand no, new to that you, system. I'm saying if you're switching, though. If you're a pro user and I you're know. switching. I, if you're a pro user and switching. But if you're like a somebody who wants to kind of go from your current system to the new Nikon system, you're going to go, wow. Well, yeah, it's not set up for that's that That's the point. Like, yeah. They'd need to have a... Uh, have they launched a roadmap of what lenses they're going to bring out now? That's coming out tonight as well. Oh, that'll, be yeah. that'll be interesting. It will. When they, when they bring out if that they, roadmap. If they have these knocked lenses that are coming out with the 0.95 apertures ah, and so on. They're, they're bringing out a... Uh, 50.95 apparently oh are they mm -hmm. they're bringing out a, a 50 well a 33mm f1 for the Fuji oh really uh, okay. but not until like 2020 so like who knows what will be out then who knows we'll probably be but the, on Fuji are normally like bang on with their roadmap okay because everybody's like oh that's the lens I'm saving up for next but anyway yeah, yeah. so that's that um, mm. it'd be interesting but you know what the picture I don't know I well, think it looks a bit ugly 
we're looking at well yeah well it looks like a bit of a DSLR but man the that thing big is lump right there at the top is massive isn't it but th the thing is if you're an SLR user at the moment and you want to go to to mirrorless you don't necessarily want a retro yeah. looking camera do you know some what I mean? people do I mean, though I know but but maybe they'll bring out a mirrorless DF eventually which is the their retro kind of style camera mm. as well who knows but one thing at a time I guess they have to launch a safe option for people and this is the safe option you know what I mean I mean it's as good looking as a Sony is do you know what I mean you're not going to get the retro cool look of the X-Pro like the X-Pro 2 is a lovely looking camera do you know what I mean the X100 is is it I, I love the X100 I love how it looks how it feels how everything about it do you know what I mean so you're not going to just get that and if they launch that they're, they're risking a lot more by launching a, a retro looking camera with all these mm. pro features for mirrorless it's kind of like too much at once nearly so maybe they launch the Z7 Z6 maybe they launch a DF mirrorless version yeah. like they did before you know and see how it goes not everybody wants that you know yeah but um I think the most interesting thing will be the price and to see what their price will be. We know that the Z7 is going to be four grand. Yeah, so the Z7 is going to be what, 42 megapixel. And it's yeah, going to be four grand. so it's high res. So it's going to be like a D850. Basically. How much is the D850? Four grand. Why do you not just get a D850? Because and you've got all the lenses. But you've, you've got all the lenses with this as well. Oh, you've you got the adapter. the adapter. You know, do you know what I mean? I though? do. I, I would imagine. But if you really want to go to mirrorless, and that seems to be where the market's heading, and a lot of people are saying, "Well, where's the Nikon mirrorless option?" Here you go. I would. I I know exactly mm -hmm. what you're saying. But what I'm thinking is, is that you would imagine that they would probably bring on bring in the mirrorless at a slightly lower cost. Well, glad you said that. Thank you. Well, you're more than welcome. Because the Z6 has a 24 megapixel sensor and that's going to be cheaper. I don't know what the price is yet because they haven't said on, on this, but it looks like that's going so to be So they said like that one's going to be four grand, but they haven't almost. said. Yeah. Oh. So there's going to be two, two Where different bodies. Where is this site coming from? This is nickonrumors.com. This is Nick on Rumors, and they're oh. pretty accurate. Any re refresh it, refresh it. Let me refresh and just see if there's anything else going on. What about, what's, what's trending on Twitter? What's trending on Twitter? On the... Uh, on the Nikon. Oh yeah, you should Anything. have a look at that. Anything? Oh, Nikon system roadmap. Okay, also coming tonight is this uh, Nikon Z system roadmap. So, um, yeah, so they're talking about the development of the 58.95 lens. And then, let's see, do they have the full roadmap yet? Because they're so leaky, Nikon. They really are. Yeah, somebody's in there going. Okay, so, 2019 then you're looking at um oh sorry so there's a couple more lenses coming out right eventually this year apparently 24 1.8 as well which kind of covers a bit of the wide area mm -hmm. then in 2019 you're looking at a speed light a booster grip four or five new lenses one or two will be zooms and no plans for a third mirrorless camera yet I don't know why they're talking a third one. Why? Why you would well, maybe need a third one? A, maybe it's an APS-C version. Maybe a smaller version, or maybe yeah, maybe mm. a crop sensor. Um, but it'd be weird, wouldn't it, for them to use a crop sensor? Do they have any other cameras with crop sensors? Well, oh, you're yeah. the DF. I they've loads. They have yeah. loads. Sure, like they have a whole, you know, semi-pro range of cameras that have 
you know, APS-C ah, sensors. Of course like they Canon. Do. Of course they do. Yeah. Sure the, thinking, yeah. If you want to go c to consumers, you know, you want to give them an APS-C mirrorless camera. Yeah. Then that's the way to go. It'll, it'll be know. interesting. It'll definitely it be interesting. And you know what? It's it's only good for us. Oh, it's brilliant because now everyone's in competition for. Mm -hmm. Oh, it gives us something to talk about. Well, that's true as well. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. We'll know more tomorrow. Unfortunately, the podcast will be finished by then. But uh, everybody else will know. But um, yeah. So there you go. So Maybe when you're listening to this, by like the time you listen to this, you could just look it up and tell us. Yeah, but we're in the past, you see, and you're—it's like it is, it's very it's kind of back it's like, to the future. It is like back to the future, you know. Great Scott! Right, what else, man? So, what else is going on? So yeah, um, tell us, man. Tell us, you're mad to tell us about the sous vide. Tell us about huh? the sous vide. I want to know. Our listeners need to know. Well, hold on. Kind of well, if you're a that. photographer and you get hungry, what do you, you eat? like meat? Yeah. What do you eat? Then you're going to need one of a these sous vide. Man, I like it. Hit me. Um, okay, I got a sous vide machine. Right. No. Okay. Here's. Let's the... spell it for us because that's the one thing that sous vide. We. S O U S sous sous V I D E vide vide. Actually, I think it might be pronounced sous vide. I think it's sous vide actually. Sous vide. And basically, I think that means French for under vacuum. Okay. I should really Google that, shouldn't I? We should have just like... Okay, Google. What is sous vide in French? English. Under vacuum! Boom. Okay. So, under vacuum. So, basically, um, it's a... Imagine like one of those hand blenders. You know those hand mm -hmm. things you stick in? Yeah, whisk, yeah, yeah. Like mix in the puree Chop or whatever. Chop your food up your puree. Exactly. So, imagine that, like a stick, a food hand blender stick, mm -hmm. uh, with a clamp about midway down that you can attach onto the side of a pot. So the, so the so the hand blender is sitting inside the Into pot. Into the water. Then you fill the water right up cold to water? the level. Cold water or okay. medium, it doesn't matter, like lukewarm probably okay. just to help Give the it a start. process. Give it a yeah, head start. Yeah, yeah. So throw in your water up to like the line or whatever. Right. Um, let's say you're making a steak, which is what I have Tell been what, making man. a lot of recently. I make steaks. You really like this. Okay. Get your steak, mm -hmm. nice big ribeye, sirloin or rump or whatever get your steak um season it loads of salt and pepper whatever you want to season it with mm -hmm. open up your little sandwich bag yeah get a sandwich bag get a bag that i'm, do, I'm, I'm doing the whole open action so uh -huh. i'm peeling i'm getting rid of that that seal okay so open that up bag, a ziploc, a... like a ziploc bag okay so open it up get your steak put it in some people put in a little bit of oil or some people put in a bit of butter mm -hmm. you don't need it but what you will need is some herbs. Herbs. Stick in some thyme. What about herb butter? You could put in some herb butter. You okay. could smear it and then put your salt and pepper on it. But no herb. oil. No need. Don't need it. Okay. Because you're going to do that later. Okay. So you open it up, stick in your steak, stick in some dried herbs, whatever. Nice okay. fresh thyme, rosemary. And then don't zip it closed. This part's don't important. Don't zip it closed yet, Paul. I can know by your eyes this part is no, important. Um, while while, while you're the doing all, Oh, now. by the way, sorry. While you're doing all that, the sous vide is heating up. Right, because you have a sous vide app. Good bubbling, good bubbling sound effect there. The sous vide is heating up. Okay. Um, because you have an app, and in the app, I'll just show you the app here, man. This is the best. I don't think I've actually showed you this you app. You have yet. not showed me. I didn't know there was. Check an this app. app. This is how you make these wonderful steaks. My my sous vide maker is an Anova, right? Which seems mm. to be the most common. This is the one I'll be. Getting. So you get guides, recipes, easy recipes for beginners. You just go guides. 
What are you making? I'm making steak. What kind of steak are you making? I'm making ribeye steak. This is amazing. What way would you like it done? Very rare to rare, medium rare, medium. And it's showing you a picture wow. of the steak. I would like it medium. You like it medium? Oh, I like my medium rare. So anyway. Well, I'm going medium. Well, let's say, let's for this example, let's do medium rare because I'll tell you why, because it's about the, it's about the color on the inside. So anybody who likes medium rare knows that they want that redness. They want that red steak, but you don't want blood all over your, no, you don't want blood all over your, because no, that means the steak hasn't been rested. So anyway, you go medium rare, you then say, heat water so here we'd have heat Give water because me. the app connects to the sous vide maker so you say heat water and it starts heating the water up to 129 degrees or that's in fahrenheit or whatever it is in celsius 50 something and once that sous vide maker is ready your phone will go boop, boop, and it'll tell you your water is now ready put in your food no way so at that point then you, you get have your to press a go button when you stick it in or anything why you get your little Ziploc bag, okay. you lower it into the water, Slowly. and you what you use is use what's called the displacement method, which means that the water pushes out the air. Or the air out of it, of course. Put less the air out of it, and then you seal it at the top, as close as you can get to the water line, and then I just clamp it onto the edge of the pan with a couple of pegs. Okay, so you leave it sitting there. You don't and it leave just it sits... floating in the bottom. No, 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 no. It, can, it, it, the, it should be sitting down because the like air the top has... of the... Oh, the bag guy. Yeah, I mean, if you if you're if you're pretty confident about your Ziploc bags, you could drop it all the way in. But I'm IKEA. not. I'm not. Mine, mine are IKEA as well. Yeah. Or Super Value. So I'm not. So I just make sure I get a nice big bag and drop it right in. Okay. So it's it's well under water, uh, and you can get like a ladle or a spoon or something like that if you want, and like rest it on top so it doesn't float up. Keep it down there. Yeah. And um, then you hit start timer, on the on thing, the app. On the app, and whenever it's finished cooking, the app will say your food is ready. Now, the good thing about sous vide is it will not overcook. So it'll say because the temperature 129 degrees for one hour. always the same. Exactly. So it, this sous vide maker keeps the water at exactly 129 degrees. It won't go if over we weren't or podcasting under. now, I'd be buying one. Man, it's unbelievable. So once you take it out, mm -hmm. you take your meat out, put it onto a nice chopping board with like kitchen roll, and you dab it dry because you okay. want all the moisture taken away, you want all the water taken away. Okay. So you dab it dry, and then you have your, make sure your barbecue's hot or your griddle pan or whatever, but you want it hot, searing hot, because that's what you, how you get that nice Crazy finishing hot. steak. And then you just, I just lather it in, in butter. Okay. Stick it on the pan. How long? 30 seconds. Because you, you don't want to cook it now. No, you no, you're not cooking it, it, you're just giving it the sear. So you go press it down, oh. and then lift it and turn it, Boom. sear it down again, and then turn it right the way over, Sear it, Boom. turn it again. So you're turning hard. So you're getting the crisscross. So you're sealing it. Yeah. So you're getting. So you're getting that way. Oh, yeah. And then that way on the grid on the griddle lines. So you're getting the sear, and then that way, and then that way, and you're sl slathering it with butter. And then after a minute, it's perfectly. Do you let it on the sit outside. then? Oh, I, well, you see when you're dabbing you it dry, when you're doing the dabbing it dry and all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. that's it, kind of resting. Wonderful. And then I leave it there for like five minutes or whatever, Sweet. and then bring it out, put it on the barbecue. Man, unbelievable. Unbelievable. So my brother, my brother told so me about this maker. He had one, and he said, "Dave, get it, get it, because it'll be the nicest steak you've ever had at home." Amazing. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. So it's like restaurant steak, basically. So come here, tell me this. But you right? can do more than steak. I man. was just going to ask you that question. Look, beef, chicken, corn, eggs, well, forget, fish. Let, let's say for, the, pork, for those ribs. out there who don't eat meat, okay, what can you do with this without the meat? Can you go? You can do eggs. My kids love boiled eggs. eggs huh? 
Um, oh, you so could do cooked like eggs you could do. You, know that? you, so you could do veg in it. You could do veg in it, but why would you bother? Uh, it's a waste. Bother? It's a waste. Just steam it. Yeah. But you can do corn and yeah, you can do eggs. Eggs are good. You could do spuds in it. Spuds, nice soft, slow mm. cooked. Spuds are soft anyway. They're great. You know? soft, they no problem. But they just don't get. You know the way they wouldn't get that mushiness. Mm. You know the way spuds get, can get mushy if you were. I did read up the scientific side of this and what it does. Oh, the sous vide. Mm. Oh, totally. Did you read that? No. Well, apparently in the meat, when you fry meat, it's like it fries. It gets shocked. Yeah, but the 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 cell this on the cellular level, the walls of the proteins break. Wow. And then you know you leave it sitting afterwards to just soften out the the meat again but with a sous vide the the protein levels don't don't break so they stay intact wow. so they become much more soft and well, smooth and stuff like that well, so, so that would have an effect on the tenderness of the exactly, meat exactly yeah because the meat is so tender man we did lamb tonight we did lamb um chops you chops. know the you know the ones with the you know the ones with the bone with the bone in them yeah yeah, yeah. is it the gigot or i don't know how you pronounce it yeah, but you know the ones I'm on about—they're yeah. like big lumps of lamb, like yes. the size of your I hand. I know what you're talking about. Delicious. And normally <clears throat> they're delicious, but normally we do those in a really hot pan, and they just stink the place out. Lamb is—you like really is have stinky. to open up all your windows and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really kind of smelly. So um, and the great thing is, you do it in the sous vide, take it out, and finish <coughs> it off in the barbecue. Sweet, man. No smell. They were beautiful because the the lamb for a start just peeled right off the bone. Dead easy. So it's like slow cooking, pretty much. But it's, it's kind of like that. But it's not as it's, it's on a not different as, level even because you're, you're not as long sticking it into the water as aye. well. And you know, slow cooking would be like eight hours, or uh-huh. whatever. But you wouldn't do like chop. You wouldn't do a steak in a slow cooker. No, you can't. Like, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. So, but you can do brisket. You can do like I did. A, I did a back bacon. You know, like back do you put bacon. it in a big pot then? Is it just put it? I have just a large in pot. A big... but you can get a sous vide container, which is what I'm going to get because you can get a sous vide container that. that has that has um, it's like almost a like you know, like a toaster rack. Okay, you no, know, like your rack for your toaster. Oh, right. It's like one of those, and okay. then you can slot your beef, you can slot your sandwich bags into it. But I've seen a sous vide, so it looks like a slow cooker, so you don't have to go with the pot and the clamp. You could just have the cooker oh. itself. Yeah. Oh no, I've never seen one of those. No, that's what I've seen on 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 uh, Amazon. No I'm pretty way. sure. I've never seen one of those. Okay. I've never seen... So it's like a sous vide bath. It's like a sous vide slow cooker almost, yeah. Wow. I've never seen that. So vide. I'm going to look this up live. I love it. Um, Cooker. Yeah. I guess so. See, there's my one there. Yeah, keep looking down there now. I'm... There. The sous vide machine water bath. Yeah, I don't need that, man. But it's like having the sous vide, basically. It is, but it's... And not it, using a pot, like... Yeah, but it's way more bulky. I don't know, man. Yeah, it is. It's way more bulky, man. Look look, look how tiny the inside of it is. Mm. Like, if that's a piece of salmon, like, mm. that's tiny. Whereas when you have an actual sous vide maker, like, when you have this, when you have that, you can stick it into can any stick size it into pot anything. you want. Yeah. And it'll work. Yeah, it'll work on any pot. See, like there's a, in a saucepan. That's why it has the clamp. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. But you see, I want to get one of these here. Oh, that's the, that's the rack. See, that's the rack there. So you can stick that into your pot. With see, lots see, of different. And stuff you can just there. drop drop it into the. Pretty awesome. Drop it into one of these. Pretty cool. And that's pretty it. Cool. It's a sous vide bath. And then it has a lid. See the way there's a wee lid with a little. Oh yeah, a little cutout. And that's the thing. We put all these links in the in the show oh, notes. And this is really off topic. But you know what? So what? 
It's our podcast. Oh, it's our podcast. Okay. Anyway. So um, what else is going on, man? What else? Talk to me. Months. I've been eating loads of really good soft tender meat. <laughs> You've been eating uh, a lot of tender meat these days. Um, right, the last, well, I don't know if it's the last thing or not, because we'll see what happens, but um, there's another announcement tomorrow. Tomorrow? There is tomorrow? The DJI. Oh, the Mavic. Drones, man. Where the podcast started. Drones. It did. It started with drones. Started now with it's drones. going to end with drones. This is the last podcast. This is our last time. podcast. It's it? not our last podcast. But um, yeah, the the their DJI are launching two new drones tomorrow. But it's kind of like like the most anticlimactic drone launch ever because yeah. thanks to Argos. Oh, man. What a boo boo. Well, it's kind of a boo boo on DJI's part, really, because Argos launched their summer catalogs at like on a certain date. That's crazy stuff. But it wasn't even out though. So how? Like it's not launched. Actually, this launch has been delayed by a month. It was supposed to be launched in July, and then they cancelled it. And yeah, I wonder it why August. they cancelled it. It wouldn't have been because of the whole leakage, surely. Sure, that would bring it forward, would mm. it not? Anyway, they're Something bringing out two new Mavic. Two was it? Is it Mavic? Two new Mavics. Yes, it? two editions. Yeah. So Mavic Pro, Mavic Mavic Pro Two. So they say, and then Mavic, Mavic Pro Two Zoom. Zoom. So the Zoom's going to technically, well, this is all rumours again. We'll have to, you'll find out tomorrow when you look this up yeah. online yourselves, right? Yeah, but it looks like there's a 360 camera on one of them, and one of them has a Zoom camera. Now, I don't know if the 360 is also a Zoom camera. Who'd want a 360 camera? Why would you want a 360 camera? Oh, is this so that you can shoot and then and then choose your camera, like, choose your action later? No idea. Maybe is that it's, how it works? But is it is it a camera that you can basically fly by something without without having to change like the camera will literally turn be, that's what I'm saying the, the camera is recording without recording without like turning would it be 180 or 360 degrees but that's above it where it's held onto the gimbal isn't it? But, but I would say 360 horizon oh, line oh 360 horizon line yeah. yeah that would make sense yeah so everything forward back and below yeah or the camera actually turns and the, the Mavic doesn't need to so you fly by something and it'll It'll keep going. But I wonder, can you... Like, no matter where you fly, you're looking at... But what sense does that make, then? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's going to be interesting no, we to know see. nothing. <laughs> yeah. but that is actually funny, yeah. No, but that camera did get me. I mean, I, I mean, I understand the whole zoom. Like, it's it's like a 24 to 70 zoom camera on a Mavic, which is pretty awesome. In fact, is it a 24 to 70? Yeah. 24 to 48, I think. Oh, is it? Okay. Something like that. But yeah. still, to, to be able to zoom from a wide angle into a more and narrow... And like a nice, like, 50 cool. mil almost... Yeah, That'd but nice. but that did get me tonight with the rumor on the three sixty camera. What what way it's going to work? How does that work? No idea. I wonder. Is it like let's say let's say I was to get my drone right and fly mm -hmm. from here over to the petrol station there. Right? Yeah, M amazing shot. Like look at that, unbelievable. But from here over to the petrol station, mm -hmm. and I just hit record and I just fly the drone in a straight line from here to there. Mm -hmm. I wonder when you get that video file after, can you then? choose the camera angle can you kind of go all right do you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. i wonder I can do. you kind of go all right i've got the file i've got all that camera footage to work with it's a mass but then that'd be but a then massive that'd be a, yeah and it would weird. also be a weird kind of camera it'd be just like all distorted kind of horizons because you're shooting in 360 um, and then suddenly but you isn't that how those 360 cameras work though yeah, that was to me. That was a bit novelty for a while, though. They were talking about doing that three sixty stuff for a while. But can't you get like three sixty so goggly things, and you can watch three sixty YouTube yeah, videos, maybe, and maybe. you can choose you can choose what you're looking at. That's maybe that's what it's for then, Dave. 
maybe it's for the fact that you can look around 360 yeah. at any point because this camera is recording that way. You've got the goggles on, you're flying your drone, you're looking all around 360 degrees. So because everything is like a lot of stuff is moving towards VR, isn't it? Or yeah, v, yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. maybe that's why they're introducing this to try and keep up with that side of things. Maybe. Yeah. There you go, you, you heard I, it here first. You know what I actually can't believe you don't own? What? The, the DJI the goggles. Mind you, I have a drone now. I can't believe yeah. I don't have DJI goggles. Yeah. But I don't know if it's compatible with yeah, my drone. Yeah, it is. I'm surprised. I'm surprised neither of us have that, man. Well, it's because well, I did read reviews and it was kind of like the, that they were kind of okay. Right. Okay. And they have been. They are the first kind of edition, really, aren't Maybe they? Maybe they'll bring out new goggles tomorrow. Might get better. May get better. Maybe I think along they need to the be magic. a little bit sleeker. Mm. Yeah, they definitely need to be smaller because you look like a stormtrooper looking around. Yeah, they look a bit. They look a bit silly. You need the whole outfit, wouldn't you? You need to dress up in an entire stormtrooper <laughs> yeah. so that they look normal and nobody <laughs> would be looking at the goggles and be going, why is he dressed like a stormtrooper? Uh, oh, he's a Star Wars fan. That's cool. Yeah. You know? There you go. But um, yeah, they need to be they need to be smaller and probably like, I don't know, better reds or whatever. I don't, yeah. I've never looked inside a pair of DJI goggles. I've seen them. I've seen them in Harvey Norman's there a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. They're, like, they're big crap, though. They're massive. They are big. But they were hollow, you know, they took all the innards mm -hmm. out, so you couldn't really get an idea on the weight. But they are supposed to be quite front heavy. So maybe that's where the 360 is coming in then, so that you can you can do that whole... Oh, that around. No, but you can do that anyway, I think. No, you can't, because you, you can only look where the camera can look. No, you control the camera with your look. Yeah, but now you can do a full 360, so maybe that's what they're looking at doing. Maybe. So wherever you look, you can see around you. Even though the thing is flying straight, you know yeah, what I'm saying? maybe, maybe. Okay. That'll be interesting. Anyway. Anyway. Drones, man. We'll know more about that tomorrow. Best. Yeah. Right. Best thing you've ever bought. Oh, man. Oh, I haven't been... I, yeah, I was the one who said it and I haven't been thinking about no, it. Have you been thinking about no, it on the sly? No, I just... They're, they're so they're nice. Oh, no, can I just say one thing? Okay. <clears throat> before, we, before we go into the best yeah. thing ever. Right. Um, Dee's sister was over... With us, her, oh, her, and her uh, husband, and the kids. You've talked about this thing so much. Oh to me. man, you love this thing. D D sister uh, got a new phone. Now, I like, you know, I like a phone as much as the next person, but I would never go. Oh, I need that. I need that phone. Yeah. The only time I've ever had a real serious want for a phone was whenever the Pixel Two came out, and I thought because the camera was getting such good reviews, and I and um, the 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 portrait mode was shooting in like a proper portrait style uh, field of view, like mm -hmm. a pro like a fifty mil field mm -hmm. of view. It was kind of cropping it in, and and it looked really real. And um, our like friends of these came over from Australia, and Tony he had one of these Google Pixel two, and the camera is amazing. It mm -hmm. is amazing. There's no doubt about it, right? But Dee's sister came over, and she had the Huawei. I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah. The Huawei P twenty, and I don't even think it was the P twenty Pro. The P twenty Pro man has three lenses Leica lenses right four shoots in 40 Leica. megapixel and the third camera so the three lenses and the third lens does um telephoto like three times telephoto okay. and um it creates these like beautiful images but even the p20 i was just like i cannot believe how good this camera mm, is i have never amazing. seen pictures like it in a, on a phone in my life mm. 
they look like it's quality it looks like a dslr like do you think a lot of that is in the software what it's doing like no i think that is in, it's creating in a lot of so i think in google's case it is definitely yeah. because google's case uses and the pixel 2 uses one lens mm -hmm. so that is that is all software based yeah but on the um on the huawei p20 it's the three it's the three lenses working kind together of, yeah, they work together. Well, they do in telephoto mode, but I think on the P20, just the regular P20, it's just two lenses, but they work together. And man, the images are, and the thing is, well, you know the way that they, they kind of do that depth of field mm -hmm. kind of like thing. Fake book. But it looks great, like. You know the way you kind of look around, you kind of go, I can't really see, you know, oh, over there, look, it looks dodgy or whatever. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. Perfect. It's so good. I'd love to see one on a big. Have you seen one on a computer, like screen, like just to no, analyze no. I've only ever seen them on phones. But I do see that, that Huawei get into trouble. For what? For, um, in their ad, you can like it shows you like you know you can see like a couple they're sitting on a sofa and he's got his hands stretched out like this and they're like and they're taking a picture and, and it's fake, is it? And um, it's like you know trying to show that you know you don't need a DSLR, but the actress who's in the video tweeted or Instagrammed a shot like a behind the scenes shot and it shows him reaching out to what is essentially like a DSLR sitting on a tripod no way where the, where the ad's been filmed no you way. know because it's been filmed yeah, on, yeah, a, yeah. on a DSLR <clears> you know and it shows you, so they're so it's all like oh wow we fix it again and people are going they don't need to fake it that's the thing because the camera's good the like. camera's that good it's it's unbelievable it's the highest rated um I'm, I'm tempted to get D one because she's just looking at her sister's pictures all the time going <laughs> but it is Maybe unbelievable. Maybe a really good photographer, and and nothing's going to change. You get it and take big pictures and go, oh man. Maybe. Crap. Yeah. Maybe she is. Yeah. yeah. That could be it. All right. She's. Take you know it all what? Back. Her sister's probably shooting it on, uh, like, DSLR. on a DSLR. Uh, and then hashtag P20. Yeah. Cut out. Cut you. Hawaii users. There all you the go. Same. But yeah, no, it's class. I must say. Anyway, best thing you've ever bought. It's so I give you loads of time there. I, I know, and I've been time. trying to think, but I really like you know. Anything I say is just got to kind of. I'm going to think of something else and go. Oh no, actually. You have something, don't you? No, oh. I don't. I'm thinking. We asked. The, what about the question that you're going to ask? What question was I going to ask? From the game. Oh, we'll do that at the very end. Okay, I thought this was the. Very end. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what the best thing is you've ever bought. All right, just think of um, some of the best things I've ever bought. No, How about that? no, we can't do some. It has I don't to be one. Know okay, has to be one thing. That's one is... thing I use every day, maybe or mm, boring. I love. Boring. Best thing. That's something that's changed your life. Oh my god, my goodness! What has changed your life? Like I thought it was going to be your Apple Watch. It's not your Apple Watch. No man, I smashed my I Apple thought, Watch. No, you did. I thought it might have been your. Um, I thought it might have been your Mavic. No. Not the best thing I've ever bought. I love the Mavic, but I don't use it all the time. And you know, what about you, sous vide? <laughs> I think it might either be the sous vide. Or Come might... on, the best thing you've ever bought in I forty think it odd might years be the is sous -vide, the sous vide, or it might be the Automore. I'm not even joking. Now, that's the most recent thing that's. That's the most you, like, like uh, it shows you my age, man. Whenever I start going, oh, actually, you know what's quite funny? There's a TV show that D and I watch called uh, Divorce. Yeah. It stars like Sarah Jessica Parker and some other dude. I can't remember his name. He's brilliant, actually. <laughs> but their mate, their friend, is this guy. He's a real, real rich guy. Um, the how he became rich is kind of through weird circumstances. But anyway, 
he's obviously going through like a major midlife crisis. He's about, well, no, he's, it's a two-thirds life crisis. It's two-thirds life crisis. He's retired Mm -hmm. and he's spending all of his retired time in the kitchen and um, he sous-vides everything. (laughs) And it's really funny because he's he's like talking (laughs) to his wife going, no, no. We have to have, we, we, we will be eating at exactly 720 <laughs> because this needs to be in there um, at this temperature for this amount of time. That's and he's funny, going through yeah. the whole entire thing and she's just looking at him and saying, like, oh, well, get on with it. it, just <laughs> cook the second dinner and get on with it. Do you think Dee is doing that to you? And I go, that's me, that's me. I've turned into that guy. Mm. Midlife crisis. Do you think maybe like your smartphone is probably one of the best nah. things that you've ever got? Nah. Think about maps. Think about the. Oh no, but that's that. a, that's phones in general. What you're asking. Like. That's phones in general. That's it. Saying, oh no, I think it's the car because I can get around to have independence. No, it can't be something. As it has to be a specific model of something and a specific wow. product. That's really difficult. It's very difficult. I don't think I could answer that right now. The best. I think thing, we're going to have to give that another few. If days, you like another podcast, a, like a burning building, and you could go in there and grab it and pull it out before the rest with my children. Smoke, that's not a product. <laughs> it's a product of me. It is, I suppose, mm. and your wife. Yeah, it's a hard one. I'm going to just say the autumn more. Be done with it. The only reason is is because it's saved me so much time, and it's class to look out and just watch it just tipping away. Yeah, cutting grass. That's pretty sad, but okay. That's a fact. Mm. If you had a lawn that took three hours, you'd be like, I'd get a yeah, ride on. It's the Audemore. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a giant slug, I was thinking earlier on, because that's what you do if you don't want slugs to go in there. You put a wire, copper wire down, they won't go past it. Really? Mm. Oh, so I might not have any slugs then. No, they're probably all in there already. Yeah, so. they're trapped. Yeah, they no, can't, they can't get out. So no, they're like, trapped. That's with all the slugs. That's all, yeah. Yeah. That's anyway. I didn't know that. I thought. Uh, I think. Uh, well, it was good. It's good being back. No, hey, oh, hold on. Oh, we've got a question. Before we, we finish, man. This the last time Before we, we finish. We missed it. This is this. This is our our entertaining. What's it called again? I've I've forgotten. It's not terrible. It's. It is terrible. It's called. Um, Chuck Klosterman. Oh yeah. Chuck This is the bit everybody waits for. No man. Um, I I forgot the pack of cards. Right. So I'm going to just find one online. Make it a good one. Now, these are extracted from Sex, Drugs and Cocoa Puffs book. But didn't you ask me the last time? Should I not be asking you? Um, oh, all right then. Just pick a random one. Okay. No, don't, don't. Just, just, just randomly choose one. Don't proofread it. Crap, okay, I won't proofread it. Just proofread. Just see the way there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's like 23 there. So I just go. I'll tell you what, I'll pick. Um, pick a thir- number between one and 23. 12. You met a wizard in downtown Chicago. The wizard tells you he can make you more attractive if you pay him money. When you ask how this process works, the wizard points to a random person on the street. You look at this random person. The wizard says, I will now make them a dollar more attractive. Oh, okay. He waves his magic wand. This person does not change at all, as far as you can tell. Nothing is different. But somehow this person is suddenly a little more appealing. The tangible difference is invisible to the naked eye, but you can't deny that this person is vaguely sexier. Okay, that's interesting. This wizard has a weird rule, though. You can only pay him once. You can't keep paying him, giving him money until you're satisfied. You can only pay him one lump sum up front. 
How much cash? Oh, how much money? the wizard. Oh, okay. So I'm not going to appear any more appealing to. I'm not going to appear any physically. I'm not going to appear any more attractive. No, but you're but just I will happen to. I will more be more attractive. attractive. How much more attractive do I want to be? Um. Well, you see, the thing is, I'm a married man now. No, but think about it. Like, what well, am I making myself more attractive for? Who am I making? Who am to I your making? wife? But sure, she already she's stuck with me now. I know, but like you know, look at your man. But <laughs> I know, but that's the that's the card she. That she, was a bad one, wasn't it? That was no, that's great, an right? that's a, that's a good one. Okay. Well, 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 would well, you, okay. Well, how much would you give then? I I I don't know if I give. So dollars made a guy just slightly more attractive. I suppose a hundred. Why not? Just go all out. Hundred and just see. See yeah, what happens. It's nice to be attractive, because then you know. But what if what if it gets to the point where you've paid so much money that Elaine just cannot keep her hands off you, man, and it becomes annoying? Where you're just like, oh please, and she goes, Paul, get back here. I don't know. It doesn't sound you too bad. If you ask physically me. exhausted on a constant basis. You're like, you know That's what? Elaine, you got a problem. You're gonna have to go and see somebody. Sounds okay for me. You have to, and you can go back to the wizard and go. You know what, man? I've made a horrible mistake. Mm. You're not saying anything bad here, man. I'll be honest with you. Um, or, or, well, but, the, but this is the thing. You haven't seen the scale. Yeah. You haven't seen what $10 could do. You've seen what $1 could do. But you've only got one ch one chance, you know what I mean? So, like, you do it $10 and then suddenly you're like, it's just not enough. Like, I need a bit more. Uh, but do you feel that you need to be more attractive to no, Elaine? No, let's not get, let's all get psychological. I mean, but that's what it's about. That's what it's for about. You. That's what it's about. That's about for both of us. That's what it's oh. about, though. That's what it's about. Yeah. You have to analyse this. Yeah, hundred dollars. <laughs> Big mistake, I'd say. Big mistake. You're just because you're just raging because when I come up to your house, do you be like, "Oh, hey, Paul, what's the crack?" That's the other thing. Whew. Yeah, that's the other thing. But then at the same, when are you podcasting with Paul? Can I? Can I come over and sit in the back? All right, I'm giving a hundred and one. Oh, just always has to be that one little bit more. Well, the one was significantly more, wasn't it? Or is yeah, it, it's it was too late because I've given the hundred now. So you've I, given that, you've, I shouldn't have told you. You shouldn't have told me. He should no. have kept it secret. Right. So I'm going to go... 101. And then my wife is going to come over to your house exactly. and go... Exactly. And she's going to be like... Hey, Dave. He's just, like, he's whoa, just whoa, one dollar more. Where are you going? One dollar more beautiful. <laughs> no, no he's not. not. He looks exactly the same yeah, as he always him. did. Paul, I can't explain it. It's just, it's just slightly more attractive. I don't know what it is about him. You don't know. You don't know how often yeah, I've heard wizard. that. A bloody wizard. All anyway, right. man. Um, it's been good. No, it's, it has been good. It's been good to be back, man. Yeah. Good to be back. Well, thanks everybody for listening. You know, it's been uh, it's been great. I hope you haven't missed us too much, and I hope they you have. haven't given up on us either. They had. We're back. We are. There's no doubt about it. We're back. And uh, episode twenty nine. That's it, man. Done. Dusted for another day. Is that us? That's how we're yeah. signing off. That's that's, that's us. Off. Okay. We'll see you soon. All Thank right. you very much, everybody. See you later. Bye.